Welcome in, everyone, to the Invest Well podcast. I'm your host, Michael Wall. We're joined from time to time with some spectacular people. You know, you just never know who's going to join us on the show. And then you'll go to so-so. Wait, well, let's stop the rhyming and get into the chiming. No. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. We always want to be sharing content and idea to help you with your financial life and have some fun along the way. So who's joining us today? Well, we got Randy Cook in the studio joining us, sharing some thought and insight. We also have uh, a member of our team this week joining us as well, Joseph Featherstone. Joseph, is, if you've not heard his name or voice, whatever, or haven't been to our Lean on the Wall site, you'll know Joseph is an investment advisor for the firm, and he's also the Director of Strategic Relationships and Partnerships. Joining us this show, and we're going to talk about the idea on this podcast of changing your financial plan. You know, there's a lot of things out there where you can read about, should I do this or should I do that? Or should I invest here? or Should I invest there? A lot of people are looking for one-off investments, but sometimes that can actually be catastrophic in relation to your plan. And it can actually be a detriment to where you're going moving forward. And so we want to make sure that we look at the entire plan along the way and how that matches together. Think of it like this. If you were going to remodel your house, right? You wouldn't want the front part of your house to be remodeled in like a complete modern look. And then the back part of your house to be remodeled in a West Indies style. <laughs> I'm trying to picture that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't want to do that. You want everything to be connected well together. And so, you know, Randy, I think when you talk about changing your financial plan, you know, you've heard the old song before, a change will do you good, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, sometimes it'll do you good and sometimes it maybe it won't do you good. So we want to talk on this podcast on what should we be looking at? What should you be looking at as some indicators of why you might want to be changing your financial plan? So I'm, it, what brought this to mind is this survey that came out from the people at TD Ameritrade. And, you know, there's people that have financial plans. There's people who don't. And right. they talk to people who do. And they said, so tell me about this. And 50% of the people that they talked to have changed their financial plan at least three times. Yeah. And I thought to myself, is that a good thing? Is that not a good thing? And I guess as you look at it, there's good change and there's not good change. There's, there's reason to change your plan and then maybe not good reasons to change your plan. Well, that's exactly right. I mean, think about it like this. And Joe, I'd like you to weigh on mm -hmm. this. You know, we just connected with a family that, Joe, you connected with, and we mm -hmm. ended up doing some uh, meetings yes. with, and they ended up changing their plan. And as I think a real world answer to that, this actually occurred, right? What were some of the things that you saw, Joe, when you were making this connection, when they decided to change their plan? Well, one of the most important things to them was, even though they'd had the relationship for years, I mean, they'd, they'd had this advisor for a long, long time. He was with the big box. Everyone's heard of it. And a big box? Like he was big uh, box. playing he lived with boxes? In a big box. <laughs> <laughs> no. He was with a very large, well-known firm, buildings everywhere. But they didn't really feel like they were getting the advice that they wanted. They didn't feel like they were being heard. And they just mm. stayed there because it's what they'd done. It's what they'd known. They didn't know where else to go. You know, as you say a lot, Michael, people don't know what they want because they don't know what's available. And they didn't really know what else was out there in the terms of advisors, relationships, what a financial plan could look like outside mm -hmm. of that, what their experience had been. So when I connected with them and kind of showed them the other side of things, yeah, it made a lot of sense. So let's talk about this. As you're listening to this out there, let's help you with some applicable tips to your own personal situation I think this is important, Randy, because a lot of people, they hear things and like, oh, that sounds really good. Oh, that sounds really good. And that sounds really good. That sounds really good. It'd be like, you know, it's like a kid in the candy store. Like, oh, I got a bag that I can only fill up with so much candy. 
And they go to this one, they're like, oh, I love this. Oh, I love this. Oh, I love this. Oh, I love this. And then all of a sudden they get to the end, they're like, oh, these are actually three of my real favorites. <laughs> and I don't have any more room in the bag. I, uh, now I got to figure out what I get rid of, you know, that kind of thing. So it's really saying, okay, what does make sense? And let's, I want to give you all some real applicable tips to think about why you should or should not maybe change your plan. So the first thing that I would say is if you are in a place, let's say number one, if you're in a place where you are fearful of markets, so we know the markets are all time high. We've talked about that lots of times before. I think if you're not living with your head in the sand, you're, you're aware that we're in the market mm-hmm. all time high, right? So I think if you're in a place where you are fearful of what could happen to your investments, meaning that you're fearful that you could lose a lot of money if the markets crash, that is the first probably indicator, I think, that you want to change or take a different look Mm -hmm. at your financial plan. The second thing that I would say where you need to look at changing your financial plan is if you are in a different stage of life. Mm-hmm. Just like you change doctors, you know, you go from, you know, when you were younger, you needed a doctor that helped you as you were growing, right? And then as you got older, you're in a place where you're 30s and 40s and you start getting your checkups and, you know, you need somebody to help check your blood pressure and cholesterol and make sure you're on track. And then you're in your 50s maybe and you're in a place where you got to go to a place that gets a little invasive. They want to check for colon cancer. <laughs> uh-huh. It's like, what? I don't want to do that. But then you're in a place where you say, you know what? It's probably a good idea. Let me check it out. Whatever you go do that, right? And then you continue to grow. And so your doctors change, their specialties change along the way. It's just something that's very, very normal. If you're a business owner, you know, you were in a place where when you started your business, you uh, connected probably with an attorney that could help you set up your company, right? That was initially, how do you, should I be an LLC or should I be a a sub S or should I be a C corp or should I be whatever it is? And then as your business continues to grow and you have your you know, ebbs and flows along the way, and then you actually start making some money, then you're starting to say, you know, I need more than just a a regular attorney. I need protection personally because people sue people just for no reason today, unfortunately. And then you, then you continue to strategize and grow your business. Then you want to sell it, right? Well, I need to have uh, some type of creation for that, or maybe you need more advanced tax planning. So things change along the way. And sometimes what happens is with our investments, we don't actually change them as we change our season of life. So the first thing is, if you have fear in relation to markets, what could happen? Could you lose a bunch of money? Number two is, are you moving into a different stage of life? And let me give you what those stages are. Some of those stages would be retirement, as an example. So a stage of life would be retirement, meaning that you're in retirement now, or you're five to 10 years from retirement, okay? I call that the financial red zone. You're literally real close. You're right there by the goal line. Now, a lot of people, when they hear retirement, they think, ah, that means I'm going to retire and not do anything. Now, some people retire, but they continue to work in life. So just because you retire from a job doesn't mean you retire from doing things and retire from your purpose. So retirement is a space. Uh, Another stage of life that's important, and we hate for this to occur, but it does happen in our culture today, is divorce. God forbid you get a divorce. Maybe you're listening to this and you yourself have been divorced or hopefully, God forbid, you're not in the process now. But if that's the case, or maybe you know somebody that's gotten a divorce or getting a divorce. Well, those are all situations where there's a break in a relationship and there's a need for new kinds of planning to come in in that situation. You know, another thing might be just a a general one. You know, we're, we're in a place where markets have changed and markets are going to change. And what are we doing to kind of create a plan and craft a plan around that change? So, you know, retiring from a job, selling a company, kind of retirement type things, divorce kind of things, a death in the family. Someone's passed away and you're receiving an inheritance of some sort or you have an inheritance to come to you. 
Those are all reasons that you want to change your financial plan. You know, if you're in a place where you got a couple million dollars yourself and then someone passes away and all of a sudden you're going to inherit five million or 10 million, well, now all of a sudden you got more money. You got to create another plan around that, which may, you know, your lifestyle may change, what you buy may change. So change is a good thing. And it's something that needs to be continually evaluated along the way. Those are a couple reasons of why you might want to change your plan. Very important. Michael, let me ask you this question. You have a video that you did that's on the website about financial Mm -hmm. salesmen. And so as somebody goes through some of these changes of life, they may say to themselves, maybe I need a new person. So Uh they are going to go to somebody and everybody is going to throw new opportunities out Mm -hmm. on the table. They're going to say, you should go here. You should go there. You should go here. And maybe it's something that wasn't offered at the other person that you were working with. How do you sift through those opportunities? Because sometimes these opportunities come with great risk. Sometimes they're a fit. Sometimes they're not you got to sift through that. How do you do it? Well, that's a great question, Randy. And I'll get Joe to weigh in on this in a little bit as well. You know, because at the end of the day, when you do meet somebody that you want to maybe look at, you're changing your plan. You're saying, okay, I am fearful with markets, or I am getting ready to retire, or I did just go through a divorce, or I am getting an inheritance, or, you know, whatever else it is that's happened, we'll call them triggers, that you need to make a change. Maybe you want to save more money in taxes, whatever. So you go and look somewhere else, Obviously, the idea is, is they're going to want to show you something different, right? Because they want to get your business. I mean, that's normal. So you do want to be in a place where you understand the difference. First off, a little basic education of advisors. Who's out there? What does that look like? What kind of advice am I getting? And that video that you're referring to, Randy, I would encourage everybody to go to leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com. And there's that video right there called Avoiding Financial Salesman. That will help you with some education. But obviously, when you go to something new, you're going to be getting different advice and different thoughts. So I think the thing that you need to think about is, are the advice and thoughts that I'm receiving for the investments that they're talking about, are they really, truly different? You know, Joseph, we talk here at the firm when we're connecting with clients a lot about the idea of alternative investments. And those are investments that are alternative. They're not directly invested in the stock market. They're invested in real estate that is not on the, you know, a lot of people, Randy, when you look at, as an example, even private equity Mm -hmm. in 1996, there were 8,000 stocks that were currently registered on the New York stock, other, you know, variety of stock exchanges. And now there's about half that. So there's a lot of companies and businesses that are not invested on the market, you know, that are invested privately, private held companies, private held real estate. A lot of different opportunities there that we want to be looking at. So my investment plans really change. In other words, if they go to somebody new and they say, well, hey, you know, we're a better stock picker than your guy is. And instead of buying Sprint, we would have bought Coca-Cola. Instead of buying Coca-Cola, we would have bought Apple or instead of buying whatever. So sometimes that's the only change that a lot of people see firm Mm -hmm. for firm is just different stocks, different bonds, different ETFs. Instead of truly saying, let me think about how to do things completely different. Would you agree with that, Joe? What do you see in that process? Absolutely. I think a lot of times the case is people go to maybe a new firm, a new advisor, they're checking them out. What happens is they get presented, okay, right away in the first meeting, here's a few different options you could pick from, or here's a conservative, are you moderate, are you aggressive? And then it's just different portfolios that are in the market. And there's not that real difference of, hey, they're taking me through a process of education. Yeah, That's one thing we do really well here is educating the client in the process of looking at things from a, a total perspective, a total plan, not just here's the market. 
you know, you want more fixed income? Do you want more equities? That kind of thing. Yeah. And that's important, Randy. So I think the short answer to your question there is make sure and ensure that the plan that you're working in is fully comprehensive, Mm -hmm. meaning that it's including advanced tax planning. That's not just the fact that they say, hey, we got a CPA that can help you do your tax return for the year. But yeah. that's, that's including things like, you know, making sure that you're limiting your taxes on your portfolio. That's including things like, you know, making sure that you have well-vetted alternative investments or uh, things that are not directly on the stock market, mm-hmm. right? They might be different products or different investments, but things that are off the stock market. So that way you are literally de-risking your portfolio, making sure that you're in a place that your income needs are taken care of. And I had that conversation just mm-hmm. this morning, you know, before yeah. we were shooting the podcast show, you were on that call yeah. talking about a client that's actually in a, in a different location. And we talked about distributions from the portfolio and what that looks like. Mm-hmm. So really making sure it's comprehensive, looking at legacy planning, looking at mitigating risk, not mm-hmm. just market risk, but, you know, what about, God forbid, somebody, you know, you drive down a road and somebody runs into you. What is your plan to protect your investments from a lawsuit? Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't often think yeah. about this, but this is an important thing. Yeah. You know, all of these different things. And really what that is, is that's looking through the lens on your portfolio as though you are the CEO of the company. And your company, for that matter, whether it's a million dollars or 500,000 or 500 million or 20 million or anywhere in between, you know, that's really what that's looking at. There's a verse here in 2 Corinthians 5.17 that I love. It says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. The old things are passed away. Behold, new things have come. And, you know, it's interesting when we look at that from a spiritual perspective, we're, we're literally in a place where we are changing who we are. We're the same person, but internally we're changing from the inside out which means that we do different things. You know, maybe if you're in a place where you're out hanging with the boys every weekend, you realize that I don't have to do that anymore. And that's probably not the best thing for my family and my relationships. And so you make some changes that way. And we know that we need to make those kinds of changes in life to be the kind of person that we are called to be. But in relation to our investments, sometimes we don't really fully make the changes we need to make Mm -hmm. so we can get the different results that we want to get. And I think, you know, there's an article, well, last thing, and, and Joe, I, I want you to talk about this for a minute, where, you know, CNBC had an article that talked about beyond the basics. And when we create, you know, we're creating a retirement strategy for a client. And what happens sometimes, Joe, when we see this for some of the firms like the Vanguards or, you know, other things out there in the world, which are kind of the low cost, low cost, mm-hmm. low cost, that old adage, you know, you get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. And I talk a lot about the idea that people aren't going to go buy a Rolls Royce and then take it to Jiffy Lube to get the oil changed, Mm-mm. right? <laughs> Nothing wrong with Jiffy Lube, by the way, but they want to be in a place where they know they're, they don't even mind paying a little bit more, but they're dealing with somebody that really understands their needs and how to solve their problem. You know, that old cheap things are seldom good, good things are seldom cheap. Mm-hmm. We want quality response and quality results. Mm-hmm. And I know we've seen that. We don't just want, you know, someone out there looking for a new advisor. They don't want someone that's just trying to sell them on a better return. They want someone that's looking at everything, how to protect on the downside as well, mm-hmm. how to account for taxes, yeah, the different stages of life coming up, how to leave a legacy, how to yeah. transition. Yeah. Not just, okay, we could do a better return or, you know, these are the stocks we like right now. Just someone looking at it overall, as we talked about before, back to the basics. Yeah. Not just someone that's just like, hey, here's the, more of the same, but it's just it's just in a different package. Yeah, and I know, Randy, you've seen that in a lot of ways. And, of course, we're sure. in a different market conditions even today than we were five years ago. Of course, we're recording this February 2020. 
and it's a big issue that I think people aren't paying attention to. All right, I'm going to save the toughest question for the end here as we wrap this up, and that is this. Change is not always an easy thing. Change yeah. in our lives can be very, very difficult, no matter what you're going to do, if you're going to mm-hmm. change your, your mind and change your, your course in life. So somebody comes to you and they say, okay, I'm going to take you guys up on a look, and I would like to see what you guys have to say. And you present them with a plan, and they look at it, and they say, wow, this is, this is a lot better than where I was before. And my person who I've been working with for years doesn't say anything about these things. I'm very mm-hmm. interested. But there's the problem. I go to church with this guy. I play golf with this guy. I've known this guy my entire life. And Mm -hmm. how do I break up with this guy to move on with you? That's a hard decision. Well, let me say it this way. I think, and again, the intent of this show, the Invest Well Show, is really to help you, the listener, be engaged, be empowered, and be able to make good decisions to improve your financial situation, right? So... Even if someone is listening to this, they may not be the right fit for us. Maybe they are. I don't know. But I will tell you this. In making changes in relation to an advisor, Randy, here's what I would say. My short answer to that, even if you have a relationship, would be any professional that really, truly cares about the person, that's being you, the listener, right? So if you've got somebody that's helping you with what you're doing, if you have a professional that truly cares about you as a person, And they say, you know what? Okay, you found something different. I realize that you're in a different stage of life. I realize that you're doing something differently. And if they are professional in their space and they really want to act that way, then they're going to say, you know what? Listen, if if you found something better, then, you know, I have to honestly say, go do that, right? Now, that doesn't mean the relationship breaking is easy, but it's the right thing to do. There's a gentleman, again, that I had the call with this morning, and he's in a smaller town, which I won't mention, for privacy and all of these sorts of things. But he had a, you know, decent sized portfolio and sold some uh, real estate and he's got some other things. And so we were helping him with his trust account. And one of the first things that led him to us, he's with a, a large firm. It rhymes with bells and uh, <laughs> it's a two word firm. And uh, okay. So at the end of the day, you know, great people. He had a great relationship with the person and, and all of that. But he's in a situation where he said, I need some advanced tax planning. And the person that he was working with basically said, that's just not something that we do. And, and they acknowledged that. And, you know, in my opinion, I said, that's honorable. That's really good. I mean, that's the kind of situation we need to be in is working with professionals that admit that they don't know everything. And this is what I'm good at. And this is what I'm not good at. And so, you know, Zig Ziglar's mom used to say a long time ago, she said, if you're in something, get in it. And if you're not in it, get out. And I think, Randy, you know, you have to ask yourself the question, are you really in a situation where you are doing what is in the best thing for you? And if you had a major, I always use health because it's something easily relatable. If you had a major health situation and you needed heart surgery or a heart transplant, you wouldn't say, well, my buddy is a, is a real good heart doctor and he's done a good job. But here's this other person that is absolutely the world-renowned expert, Mm -hmm. and they've had multiple, 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 multiple cases of success. I don't know them at all, but you're going to take the chance, and you're going to not just take the chance, you're going to make the effort probably to connect with that person because they are the, we'll call it the class leader, the industry leader in that space. And I think that's what you got to be thinking about. So any professional, even though you have a relationship with them, just like if you own a business, you know, it's not about an emotional decision. Business is business and friends are friends. 
And as you, the listener, as I'm talking to you now, have a portfolio, whether it's a couple million dollars, a couple hundred million dollars or more, mm -hmm. you're literally in a place where you are the CEO of your own portfolio, which means you're responsible for making decisions that are in the best direction and cadence, so to speak, for your investments in general. And I would add this, you know, if they're in a situation where if you move your money and you change to a different advisor and, and they're like, well, you know, basically, I don't care about you anymore. Or yeah. We can't hang out anymore. You lose the friendship. Yeah. I mean, then that's not a real friendship. Right. You know, what is more important, friendship or stewarding what you have, what God has given you? Yeah, what you've been blessed with. And that's exactly right. We had another younger couple, actually, that ended up coming on board, and they had a, a relationship from back home. And, you know, and same kind of thing is they put in a call and said, hey, listen, we're making a change. We feel like it's best for us, et cetera. And that other previous advisor was a really good friend with this lady, and they basically got zero response. <laughs> you know, so they said, well, that was just a great indicator for us that, the you know, the friendship was based on just us doing business. A lot of it was anyways. And it's, you know, kind of what have you done for me lately? And that's not the kind of relationships you want to have. So you got to make sure that you're focused on you. Only you will be the one that will live your future. If you lose 20 or 30 or 40% of the market because you got the wrong financial plan and you got a great relationship with your advisor, but the wrong financial plan, and you lose that 20, 30, 40% of the market, I can guarantee you that advisor is not going to write you a check to make up the difference <laughs> just because they like you as a person. So you are responsible and accountable to making the right choices with your portfolio. So that's why you need to be thinking that way. So changing your investments, changing your portfolio, change isn't always comfortable, mm -hmm. but it's often the right thing to do. And so we need to be alarmed and alerted to the fact that, hey, we're at the top of the cliff right now. The markets are all time highs. What are you doing to change what you're doing and not just ride the wave because it's not going to continue forever? And that's our challenge. So take a few moments and educate yourself. My book, best-selling book, is on my site, leanonthewall.com. You can check that out, bestseller on Amazon. And that one is right there. Retire once, retire well. Also, that video about avoiding financial salesmen is there. Really, really good. Some other resources that we'd like to share with folks to help you get more educated as well is some Forbes articles that have been written and some other articles we've written as well. Those are available. All you got to do is go to leanonthewall.com. Click on contact me or contact us, or you can just click on uh, the place when you scroll down just a little bit that says request my review. Just click on that, put in your information and just put it, you know, the box there, what you're looking for. We'll get you more info. Happy to connect with you and really empower you so you can get the knowledge you need to live on purpose, live with purpose and really be a part of of changing the world along the way. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you have any questions or comments, reach out to us. If there's somebody you know that needs to hear this, share it with them. Hope you have a blessed day, blessed week, and we will connect with you soon on the next show. Have a great one. Any client experiences discussed during this show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. By contacting us, we'll review aspects for your retirement portfolio to include suggestions about how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Michael Wall is an investment advisor representative of U.S. Private Wealth, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past 
performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Michael Wall is licensed in your state, please contact his office. Wall Private Wealth Inc. is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Michael Wall, NPN license number 7330010.